Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape. Then where the pod? Get the Hey everybody, welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod, and uh, this is your host, Josh, speaking. We got Ian back on the show. He, it's been a while since we had Ian on the show. Uh, Ian's from England, and uh, he's called in to uh, catch up with me about all the latest in the Star Wars world. Uh, the new film, comics, books, uh, the game, The Mandalorian, uh, just everything that's kind of been present to us fans. Uh, you can listen to us just uh, chat about Star Wars. There's some interesting stuff that we kind of discuss and uh, speculate on and, and all that. So, welcome back. Another happy landing. Can you hear me fine? Yeah, fine, yeah, man. Awesome, awesome. How are you doing? Good, man. And yourself? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. It's it's been a while since we last since we last spoke. It's uh, uh, thanks for thanks for jumping on. I know it's pretty late your time. It's like eleven thirty, right? So that's nah, all right. Man, to be fair, I've got I've really got much I've got anything on at the moment. So yeah, yeah, you're not working right now and stuff, right? Nah, I got that. Uh, I've been furloughed. Yeah, so it's a bit yeah. boring at the moment. Oh man, how are you coping with the time? Are you just like reading a lot of books, watching a lot of shows? Yeah, just my girlfriend's giving me plenty of stuff to do, to be fair. So I've been running around the house. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah, I fractured, I fractured my elbow a while back. So that's the reason I got a furlough at work. Otherwise, I'd still be at work. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's that's terrible. With the dog. Like doing the recovery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, there's like a ton of stuff in the Star Wars world to, to keep up with, but a lot of a lot to actually like catch up on. So um, I don't know, like when was the last time we spoke? Was that about uh, was that about the book or was that about uh, something else? I think it was before the Rise of Skywalker, to be fair. I think, it was. I think that was the last time we spoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like, was that that was before the movie came out, right? I think it was. I think it was a couple of weeks was. before. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Wow. So it's been a couple of months now. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So how how would you like how would you like the movie? Because um, I know you're pretty stoked about it. But like, what was like when you saw it? Like, what, how was it compared to your expectations? I guess. I don't think anything would live up to my expectations. To be fair, <laughs> I don't think they could ever live up to that. Yeah. But no, I, I really enjoy. I enjoyed it for what it was. Do I think they could have done certain things better? Probably, but. I enjoyed it. Yeah, so it was, yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was definitely, I was entertained. I guess that's one word for me to put it. Um, yeah. I think to be honest though, like, like I think this entire trilogy, I've just kind of been a little disheartened with the fact that it's just not Georgia's story anymore, right? Um, that yeah. would have, In an ideal world, like, I mean, I love George Lucas. I'm, I'm a big George Lucas fan, just like as far as his work with Star Wars goes. I mean, this whole thing came out of the guy's head. So, um, you know, knowing that it's been a, a missed opportunity to kind of get his take on these movies, uh, to me is a little more upsetting than any nitpicky thing that I can think of. But 
but that's just the way I feel about it. I, don't know, I, I kind of felt like going into that movie with those, those thoughts, I kind of felt like walking out. I just felt like I watched a movie that tried to just dig out of a hole a little bit, but trying to do too much. Yeah. 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 Like it tried yeah. to do too much all at once and a very rushed. And I was very confused because like Avengers Endgame was three hours long and that was kind of marketed as like the very last kind of thing to that phase. Right. Yeah. And people love Avengers Endgame, right? Like people love that oh, movie. And, and it's films. like, I just could not wrap my head around the fact that they didn't make a three hour Star Wars movie because they marketed it as like the last Skywalker saga film. Yeah. And I was like, man, like this movie could have benefited so much just like by having that extra 25, 30 minutes. And um, I don't know, like, uh, did you get that feeling as well? Like I, I felt yeah. it was a little like cut together really I, quickly. I think it was very, very fast paced. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fast paced and there. Uh, yeah, I know you. I know you say it could, yeah. have, it could have done with maybe being a bit longer and explaining a few, few things better. Yeah, because there is something. Sure. No, and this is, this sounds like we're like trashing about. I really enjoyed the film. I did. I, I did enjoy it. But there's certain things in it where it could have been better explained. Because mm -hmm. the biggest thing for me is like Palpatine. It's just like, oh, he's he's back. It's like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how is he back? And it's just like, oh, yeah. the the dark side of pathway to belly abilities. It's like, oh, that's from the prequels, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, doesn't explain yeah. anything. It doesn't explain anything, no. And I, I love how they kind of like, you know, they basically, they basically like left it up to viewers to be like, okay, read the expanded edition, right, of the, yeah. of the film in the novel. And it's like, okay. So, you know, we read the novel and it's like it unlocks a little bit more. But at the same time, it's like um, the mentality of like, relying upon the books as a play yeah. as a source to kind of give relevance to stuff in the movie that mentality then tr also should translate over to the other books that we've read as well which i feel like watching some of these movies hasn't gone very well like the connection between no. some of the books and then the direction of these films has not lined up as well as their direct translation into the novelizations but i feel like that level of canonicity is the exact same like i feel like if they can say go read the book to get more about this you should also be able to say oh read that book and you'll get more about that but in yeah. a way in a way yeah. there's a bit of a disconnect yeah i totally agree yeah there's certain things that the movie contradicting fair enough. like things are going to get contradicted like i don't i don't yeah. know how the story group keeps all this straight. it's a lot it it's a lot to manage yeah <laughs> i couldn't do it i know that but uh yeah. Same, same with that though. Like I remember when Rogue One came out and I read Catalyst, and that that was perfect. That, that was really awesome. Did. That was really yeah, good. That added a lot to Rogue One. I was so happy. I watched, I was so happy. I read that book before I saw the film. Same it here. Added so much. Yeah, yeah, same here. I actually, um, I actually made an effort to try and get through it all before before the movie came out. And I'm not a very quick reader, so. Uh, no, neither was, I, believe it, it or not. Yeah, it was a bit of a struggle, but yeah, I got through it, and I was so happy that I had actually read that book before seeing the film because it was one of those experiences where I was like, Oh man, I'm so happy. I read the prelude to this and, um, going to like a new dawn. Like I, I did the same thing with that where before rebels came out, I, I read through a new dawn and also being the first Canon book is a big deal. Right. So, yeah. so I did that. And then when the show came out, it was like, uh, weirdly enough, there was a bit, a bit of a disconnect there as well with like the character relationship between Canaan and Hera. And then, the character in general of, of canon it was a lot more toned down for the show being for yeah. kids and then in the book he was more of this like 
you know, this like rough kind of guy. I thought I knew Dawn was quite dark, really. Yeah, yeah. In certain it was, places it was. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really um not the 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 brightest the brightest book. Count Vidian though was an awesome villain. I, I really yeah, wish we had yeah. actually yeah, I wish we got more kind of about that guy in in other different types of media, but um yeah, I don't know. That was, some, that was pretty cool. Some of the stuff he does in there is quite quite terrifying, really. Yeah, yeah, it really <laughs> like, is. He's like beating people to death and throwing people in acid and stuff. He's like, bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. yeah, it's pretty brutal. But yeah. uh, so how did you how did you like the uh the Jedi Fallen Order game? Did you play through that at all or I, I'm playing through it again now, yeah. I love it. It's oh, so man. good. Have yeah. you have you played through it? Yeah, I played through it once and it's actually quite hard. Like I, I had it on <laughs> the toughest difficulty when I started out, which is my ego got the better of me. I was like, oh yeah, I can, Ooh, I can do this, right? Yeah. And then and then I was like, nope. Like, no, halfway through, not even halfway through the game, I had to tone it down twice. And then eventually I just got impatient and I was like, yeah, I just got to get through the story because there's already, I'm already seeing like tweets online that are like, yeah. you know, like spoiling stuff. So I just turned it to, to story mode and then I just bashed through the rest. And then... Uh, I had to turn, yeah, I had to turn the story mode to be... Because on the first time I played through, I didn't collect a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the stims. So I only had like four when I tried to fight that guy on Dathomir. Yeah. A nightmare. Yeah. And I just could not... I could not kill him. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to knock him down the story mode. Like, I was like, I can't... I, I must have died about 40 times. I was about to get ready to mm-hmm. throw my Xbox out the window. For me, it was the, the arena that he's in where he has to fight like all the monsters that he's like, that you've kind of come across like on different planets and stuff. And they have that, that song playing in the background and all those people watching and stuff like that. That was the moment for me where I was constantly dying and I was like, Oh, I I've just got to, got to tone it down. So I, I, I cracked and I, I'd switch it over to story mode, but um, I am replaying through the battlefront two campaign right now. I, I'm, I'm trying to go back to those, earlier kind of story moments where they set up like the the force awakens a little bit like through post return of the jedi material and it's so weird like going back to that and like um i mean it's an awesome campaign but like the the story moments where like they have those um those uh those red suited um uh, what are those? The, oh, like the Sentinel devices. Sentinels. Yeah, Sentinels, yeah. yeah, the, the yeah. Sentinel guys. Yeah, those. It just makes me wonder again. I'm like, man, they really never planned to bring him back, did they? Like, they never planned no. to bring Palpatine back at all. When I when I watched that cutscene, I was it just kind of jogged my memory, and I was like, yeah, oh yeah. Like, and I remember the uh, the Shattered Empire comic as well, which I got in my shelf. Like, I it, that's also you know it's the same thing. That whole contingency plan the whole aftermath book trilogy, all this stuff. And I'm like, man, like, I almost feel bad. It almost has like no relevance anymore. Like yeah. uh, in a way, like it's just kind of been rendered a little, you know, the perspective is now completely different, but um, yeah, it's, it's a great campaign. It's a great story. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of my latest endeavor. I'm going through that. I don't think I have the patience to get through fallen order again. So no, they're just, uh, they're just on a update for it and then we can do a new game plus. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. uh, they've got the Inquisitor. You can use the you can have dress Callop as an Inquisitor now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, the new update, the new free update is is it, like it looks pretty cool. Uh, they added, um, but what have you tried that new mode that they added in? No, I haven't tried it yet. I just I, I just started playing, doing this playthrough when they announced it, so then I'm just I'm nearly finished, so I'm gonna finish this one and then eventually I'll get around to 
played it again probably <laughs> yeah 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 totally well i mean i haven't um i mean i i haven't talked about clone wars at all like uh pretty much with anyone because uh it's it's been a pretty recent thing and um and then you know also like like actually recently like what i've been doing with a buddy of mine like we've just been watching all the shows uh all the all the episodes in chronological order and then we've been doing like kind of like an after show like clone wars talk on it but we haven't obviously gotten to the last season yet so i never planned on on doing any episodes as late as they like came out because i was like oh well i'll, I'll get there eventually but um i don't know like are you up for talking about clone wars or Totally like, yeah. okay it's, all right cool so <laughs> how did how did you like clone wars because i am completely blown away like it's it's so it's just insane like to be brought back to that that show again after years of thinking that we'd never get it yeah 100 percent. and just like in a way i think it's kind of a good thing that it got no not that it got cancelled that's not a good thing but the way i like the fact that they had the gap because you couldn't have made it look this good back then Mm-hmm. It just looks, it looked incredible. Like the animation is ridiculous. Yeah. And it was, it was worth the wait because that's just the, uh, I had a friend, I was watching the Siege of Mandalore with like same with you and we were, discuss, we were discussing it on uh, Twitter and her name's Monica and that. And we were discussing it and we, our heads just exploded every episode. It's like, what is going on? It's pure yeah. madness. Oh, it's so theatrical. It's like, yeah. especially the last arc. The last arc is just like, when I saw that logo, like the Lucasfilm animation oh, logo, yeah. man, like the biggest smile on my face. I was like, yes, this is this is so good. Like I bet George Lucas is like smiling right now, like watching this, and, watching this episode. And they opened yeah. it with the main theme as well. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode I was like, Oh my god, here we go. This is gonna, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be But there's so much there's so much in them episodes to unpack. It's pure It is, yeah. It's it's chaos. genius. It's it's like yeah. it's a brilliant story arc and you know i feel like all of dave it's a film really isn't it? yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. and it's like it's so appropriate to finish uh like i was listening to sam whitwer online he was talking about it and he actually refers to it as the last movie and um it's a good way to put it because because um like they started the whole thing off with a movie so like it's yeah. almost it's almost like you know there's there's no better way to finish off the clone wars than do something that's just really theatrical and up there and just to see how far the show's come in terms of visuals and stuff like that from that very first season and that very first theatrical kind of you know format i guess yeah yeah did you go yeah, see that like, movie when it came out in the theater no the one was that 2008 yeah it was 2008 I was, yeah i was uh, i was about 18 then and uh, i wasn't really into star wars back then when i was 18 i was uh, i was in the army okay. and that, and, uh, yeah so I, I only got into clone wars uh Probably just as it was getting cancelled, to be fair. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I went back and watched them all. And then ever since then, yeah, I loved them. But yeah, I yeah. never saw the... I saw the film, yeah, years after it came out. Yeah. See, for me, uh, that was actually like what I did for my 13th birthday party. Is I went to... Uh, I, took, I took my buddies and we went to um, the Clone Wars theatrical release. Like it was uh, maybe out for like a week or two, maybe at that time yeah. or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, like that was, that was really cool. I only ever saw it once in the theater, but, um, I didn't know at the time because at the, at the time it was, um, something you have to actually like find out through the internet. I didn't have TV. So like we weren't, we weren't on cable or anything like that. So I wasn't aware of the fact that there was going to be a show like 
continuing after on Cartoon Network. And yeah. all I knew about was that like I, I'd owned the DVDs that was like the 2D, uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. micro series. Yeah. So I had those and I was like, oh, this is like the 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 newer kind of replacement of that. So I thought that that was it. I thought like going into that movie, that was going to be it. And then uh, I was a little mixed because walking out, I was like, okay, who's this Ahsoka character? Like, yeah. why is she a Padawan to Anakin Skywalker? Yeah. And like, what happened to all these other characters? And then like one of the friends of mine, that's probably the least into Star Wars who went along with it, uh, with us, he, he was like, oh, there's a show that's following up this film on Cartoon Network, like in, in a month. And I was like, what? Like, really? Like, yeah. no way. Uh, uh, okay. Like, I hope I can watch this because we didn't have cable. And at the time it was on a local network station. It was on CTV. And, uh, and then it changed over to be like a Cartoon Network exclusive, but, um, you know, I was able to find it through various like sites and stuff like that, being able yeah. to stay on top of it. And then when, when I got like an iPod touch or whatever, I was able to buy the seasons through iTunes, like got the, got the seasons pass at the time. Um, so I was able to do seasons two and three. And then as they, like, I watched the show as they come out basically. And then, um, when that kind of you know, when it hit the end point of, of going to uh, season, season five or something like that, it was, it was around the same time that I kind of graduated high school and I was on my way to college. And then, you know, when I, when I started in my, in my program, I was, I was like a couple months in and then season six, like we found out that it was just getting canceled and Ooh. I was so heartbroken. Like it was like, you know, cause recently Disney had just acquired the company, like not only, a couple months before that they'd like finished the paperwork or something like it was like really kind of a recent thing it took place over the whole year of 2013 and uh and it was just like the worst day ever because like not only have yeah. they canceled 1313 the other star wars game you know there's a bunch of stuff they shut down lucas uh lucas arts um you know a lot of people lost their jobs and then the next thing i find out is that they're shutting down the clone wars and i was like what like what is happening right now and yeah and then and then a couple months after that we found out that they they changed up episode seven and they threw away george's outline and you know they they changed that whole thing as well which got delayed so i was like i, I was so scared i was like what is happening to star wars right yeah. now like <laughs> it just got bought by the wrong company like i don't know i was i was i was super skeptical and i never in my life thought that we would see the clone wars again and like and then you know, you could tell that they were really trying to bring those stories to light with other forms of media. So like Dark yeah. Disciple, like you read Dark Disciple, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it so great, yeah. one of my favorite Star Wars books. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then there was like the Son of Dathomir comic, which was, yeah, was great, amazing. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. really wish that those episodes got oh, same, finished yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so like there, there was there was enough that they'd kind of done, including the proxy animation episodes, which we got. Um, and then season six got dumped on Netflix. And, and so like, they were like, they were trying to get it out there, but I was like, man, like they can tell that so many fans like want this show back. I don't know why that they don't, don't just, yeah. unless it's a license thing. Like I, maybe their contract with Cartoon Network, you know, kept going past the point of cancellation or something like that. Like, I really don't know if they had to wait for that to run out or what, but, um, I was just so surprised that they just went ahead with with rebels and i love rebels but it's a different yeah. it's, a, it's a different tier of entertainment like it's um it's definitely like a slightly lower age group 
that that's like it's, it's yeah. designed for because it was yeah, yeah it was done on card on uh, disney xd which is like um you know it, it uh i mean even cartoon network has its limits they had they had moments where they had to actually cut out um and then you know the full episodes are on disney plus now but and on the blu-rays yeah. but yeah there were moments that they actually had to trim out even even on that channel so yeah. definitely a different different level of like storytelling but um yeah those characters all all great characters and and uh but yeah when they announced that the show was coming back i was like filled with like the the most excitement that i think i've ever felt since like 2013 like for for star yeah. wars that is because i feel like too many things have kind of like gotten the better of me but then that one announcement was like oh my goodness i can't believe this is happening right now like this is what i've been wanting for for five six years now seven years I guess now that the yeah. finale is over, but yeah, it's just absolutely incredible. The siege, yeah, the siege of Mandalore. Uh, Sam, uh, Darth Maul is now one of my favorite characters because he's just he's incredible. This yes. now, like, it's it's mad how he went from like a one-dimensional silent assassin. Now he's one of the most interesting characters in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it it, it really is. It's um like Sam Witwer has all the credit in the world for bringing that character to life because i know that uh what's his name peter sarah uh the guy did the original voice yeah peter peter seraph i know you're on me i know yeah. you're talking about he's in guardians of the galaxy he's one of the nova core yes galaxy. yeah that's yeah that's name, him um, I I, it's actually there's a funny uh, there's a funny interview online about him uh th th <laughs> it seems as if star wars is just not in the guy's favor at all uh, he he had a bad experience like making you know making his voiceovers with the phantom menace and then i saw another clip that was recommended on the you know on the sidebar yeah um, about how he actually did do voice recordings for solo as well and i was yeah. like oh really like that's interesting because because what we got was sam witwer in, in the, oh, in the yeah. movie right and so i had no idea that this even was a thing so i i watched that and it was like a five minute clip but he basically explains how he actually did get casted for for the solo voiceovers and then the very last moment like even even before it was i think it was after the premiere of the film which he wasn't invited to he found out by his agent or something without seeing the movie he found out that they they basically were like oh sorry uh just for continuity's sake we actually cut your lines and we went with uh, the other guy that plays him in the animated shows and uh and he, all, all he had to say was just like all right and then he just never saw the movie yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like oh man poor guy just like constantly constantly getting wrecked by by uh his involvement but um but yeah like it's it was it was really cool like i, I actually really liked his appearance in solo I yeah feel like so oh uh, yeah I, I that was one of my biggest things i want to know what happens next like yeah he yeah. was going to database to pick him up, like, and then the next time we see him, he's on Malakar. Yeah, exactly. Stranded. Yeah, something's happened there, and uh, he says it's an interesting line in Rebels when he's. Cause I'm just I'm doing a Rebels rewatch at the moment. I'm on mm -hmm. like series three, and I've just watched the Twilight the Apprentice, and he says, uh, "I can't defeat Vader alone," mm. which is not something that Darth Maul would say because he's arrogant and yeah, and that. So I think somewhere along the line that Maul has come face to face with Vader and it hasn't gone well. Yeah, that's true actually. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. It, that'll be that'll be really interesting because I know that there was a comic at one point. It was one of those like what if comics. It was like a yeah, yeah, expanded universe legends kind of material and it was a it was a 
it was a story about Vader just fighting Maul, and that was it. And uh, th- th- it's got a lot of like um, fan favor behind it. Like a lot of people really like it. And then there's also that story about Maul going up against Kenobi in the desert. And that one was yeah. super popular because that one got not only did this the the rebels like use that I think as inspiration because that's exactly what happens is like you yeah. know him and Kenobi go up to face to face in the desert, but his robotic legs the design of those was recycled for the Clone Wars, like the yeah. the, the the Talon the Talon legs yeah, that yeah. He first gets yeah and I was like I was blown away by that I was like wow it's it's you know it's so true like nothing ever gets unused at Luke's film, no. So it, yeah. it gives me hope that maybe we'll see some kind of unadapted ideas from like George's outline that maybe pop its way up into the into the series. Because like the idea of like exploring the the wheels of the force and and all and getting deeper kind of in that territory really intrigues me a lot. Yeah, you're so right about things not getting thrown away because his lightsaber in the Clone Wars, the other side of it is Asajj Ventress's lightsaber. Well, it was supposed to be Asajj Ventress's lightsaber. Yeah. So that, that's been recycled. I was watching Rebels the other day and the ship, what's her name? That Ketsu Onyo? Mm. Yeah. That's Ventress's ship that's supposed to be in the Clone Wars. So yeah, they never, they always repurpose mm. stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah the Banshee, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So they it- always repurpose stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so true. Um, yeah, nothing ever gets wasted. And then it's also it, like those visual source books or those concept art books or whatever, they're almost arguably like the, the most interesting thing that's come out of like Star Wars books, like, you know, visual books in, in recent history because yeah. they they have those like clues about those unproduced scripts. And, the, and I'm referring to two movies here. I'm referring to Duel of Fates and the George Lucas outline of episode seven. Um, like it, it's fascinating just seeing those those designs that are based on those unproduced stories and and thinking like, oh, wow, like this could have been part of a movie that we never actually saw. And it's happened yeah. twice. So like <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's been, it's been quite the up and down at Lucasfilm over there, but, um, but yeah, like, um, Actually, yeah, that's the next thing I want to actually ask you about. How do you how do you feel about the Duel of Fates um, story? And and did you did you like get into that at all? Like, did you? Uh... I read, yeah, I read quite a lot about. It. I was I'm very intrigued to be honest to see what it would have been like. It, there's yeah. there's some ideas in it that sound great, and uh, yeah, yeah, it did sound. I liked. Uh, they were going to go to Mortis. I really I liked that. Yeah. I liked. Yeah. I loved how they go to Mortis, and there's a whole deeper kind of balance of the force connection there with the clone wars um i loved how they brought coruscant back into the mix yeah Yeah. um and uh and i loved that luke skywalker had this direct kind of more it linked up with the last jedi like a lot better i felt like just like some of those some of those character plot moments that that would have would have been there uh, you know, because like Luke, Luke says to Ben, he's like, "All right, see you around, kid," and then he disappears, yeah. and then he never sees him around. Um, no, you know, unless unless it happened maybe in the year between the two movies, because I know they give yeah. it like a year buffer space. But um, but yeah, it would have been cool to see him like haunting his nephew a little bit, trying to pull him oh, back to the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt very like Cade Skywalker to me, which was really cool yeah. because Ben Solo is basically that Cade Skywalker character. 
in a way. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a mix between like Cade Skywalker and like Jason Solo kind of thing. Like yeah. he's, he's a bit of a, a bit of a inspiration has definitely been pulled from those two, two characters. So um, yeah, I felt like it was like such a cool thing to maybe do in the movie if they ever did have Luke Skywalker in there as a force ghost that, you know, he's helping show Ray the roast, but then he's also trying to do the same to his nephew, which he, which he's like, you know, bring, trying to, trying to rope him back in kind of thing. Uh, that was really cool to me. Yeah, the only, the only thing that would annoy me in the Duel of Fates is that Palpatine was saying that his new, his Sith master was Tor Valum. That annoyed me and too. That annoyed that me too a lot. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's actually the one thing that really bothered me about that script. I feel like if there was that one, that one thing, if that was changed, then yeah. it could have been like flawless. Like yeah. just the way that it lined up with all the other movies. Um, if they changed Tor Valum, it, it, Tor, what was it? Tor Valor? Tor Valum. Valum, yeah. yeah. Tor Valum, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if they changed Tor Valum to be just even something that was, uh, I don't know, like maybe like a non-Sith character, but maybe something that was more like uh, some sort of very dark side kind of, almost like an evil version of like the Church of the Force that we saw in episode yeah. seven. Maybe something to mirror that, but... but Like... Uh... Like the Acolytes of the Beyond. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe like a leader or something for the Acolytes of the Beyond, which uh, which we never really got a follow-up of no. who those guys are. Um, so, I, love yeah. I love that part of Aftermath as well. They were really interested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. And you know, you know what I... Because I know that... I know that... Um, that they use those visual dictionaries to kind of connect the dots a little bit. They kind of... They kind of... Uh, retroactively correct, uh, connect some of those things, you know, um, like yeah. it was the, it was the visual source book that basically said, Hey, this is actually Mustafar. And yeah, uh, you'd never be able to know that from, from the, from the movie. You just like, wouldn't be able to tell, but it's the source book that basically confirms like that information. So it would have been nice to know that the Sith eternal had something to do with the acolytes of the beyond, right? Like it just feels, yeah. the connection feels appropriate, but at the same time, like there was no uh, acknowledgement that the acolytes were even like a previous existing story thread at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, I, I, that uh, that Orchi of Bastoon. Yeah, yeah, the Orchi guy. Yeah. Apparently, the, he was a, apparently he was a member of the acolytes beyond according to the Visual Dictionary. But like he says, "Oh, was he?" You wouldn't know. Apparently, I don't know if he's a member. It had something to do with the acolytes of the beyond. It is mentioned in the Visual Dictionary. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. But okay, that's, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's one thing as well about uh, the Rise of Skywalker. They cast uh, Jodie Comer as Ray's mum. Mm -hmm. Do you know who Jodie Comer is? Um, I, okay, what else has she been in? Because I've seen her in something else, there's I a, think. There's a massive show called Killing Eve in the UK. I think that's what it was. Yeah, because I did. She's an amazing I did, actress. Um, I looked up the cast, uh, and uh, and she was on there. And yeah, I did look at her IMDb page, and and yeah, she was a bit of a notable. Uh, actress but yeah so i mean if she had more screen time that would have been cool yeah she's an amazing actress and that's what i mean i'm like like you cast jodie comer as like ray's mom and she's like a massive star now like if she was it is a bit weird like i don't know whether yeah yeah it's a bit strange that one because yeah like in, I, don't, I don't know if she's made many waves in the, U, in the u.s like or like canada and that but she's a massive star in the uk like jodie comer yeah. 
Huh. That Killing Eve's a massive show over here. Like a lot of people watch Killing Eve. Really? Okay, I remember gonna... like watching it in the film. I'm like, I had to like double take. I was like, hang on, wait a minute. No, was that was that Jodie Comer? And then when I got out, I was like, I'm gonna check that. And it was, it was Jodie Comer. I'm like, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just looking it up now. Um, okay, do you watch this show? I do watch Killing Eve, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, interesting, yeah, it looks... So what's it about? It's about a... Uh, it's like a Russian spy who falls in love with uh, a woman named Eve and then, like, she's trying to kill her, but then they thought it's it's very... It's very hard to get into. <laughs> oh, that's cool, okay. Yeah, it's a good show, like, if you, I'd recommend watching it if you get a chance. Huh, yeah, that looks interesting. Um... Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I'm running, I'm running out of things to watch. I just, I just caught up yeah. with, um, just finished Westworld, and uh, I've been, uh, I watched uh, that Carnival Row show, season one. Um, all pretty good, all pretty good shows. I'm trying to find something to bide the time yeah. when Mandalorian season two comes out. But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, happy to know that that's actually on track because like their plan is still to launch that in, in October, I think it was. Yeah, I still I still think that might be brought forward, you know, because uh, they were saying they had the whole slate for Disney Plus, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier yeah. was supposed to come out in August, mm-hmm. but apparently they've got like three weeks left of filming, but they can't do. <laughs> oh man! So get the post production on the Mandalorian and put that into because apparently yeah. all the MCU shows line up with films. Mm-hmm. I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier has something to do with Black Widow, and then One Division has something to do with. Uh, Oh yeah, the yeah. They got the whole in order. So have to bump everything. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's true. I wonder if it'll just be pushed to next year then. Because uh, they they pushed every Marvel film back one. So yeah, so yeah, Black Widow's now was supposed to be May, but now it's in November when Eternals is supposed to be. They've just pushed every single one back. Yeah, like one slot. Yeah. So yeah, uh, hopefully they'll bring out. Uh, scary this whole virus thing is so freaky like like just i mean not not like i mean not that i'm paranoid when i go to the grocery store but it just scares me for like the media industry you know like just yeah i don't know i'm I'm like man if this continues people aren't gonna have anything to watch anymore no (laughs) it's it's a weird feeling. it's a weird feeling it's bad in this country as well to be there yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, we have we have the we have the second highest death toll in the world in this country so it's not going great over it that's crazy that's that's another story (laughs) oh man well there's a lot of people over there though and i guess yeah well you're pretty fortunate to be kind of like you're out of the out of the way a little bit right like you're in the in the country kind of thing yeah, yeah, I live in like a like a town. It's not like a city or own. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is a lot of people in England compared. Like we got sixty six million people all crammed into an island. Like so. Yeah. How are you finding uh, like trips to the grocery store and stuff? Are they still? Yeah, fine. Now, when it first started, it was a nightmare. You couldn't buy anything. Like we went once me and my girlfriend, and we were like, like what are we meant to buy here? Like you had people buying fifteen loaves of bread, and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what are you that's, doing, that's people here with toilet paper yeah oh that was the thing as well yeah you couldn't buy any toilet paper yeah it's just it was crazy it's brutal it's brutal did you ever get it's gone back to normal now oh it is okay well, that's good well pretty much normal yeah they put they put limits on certain things like you can't go in and buy 
yeah. every pack of baked beans in the uh, in the shop, like because <laughs> number one, I don't think people will let you because I think people would riot. Oh my goodness, is, I don't know. I mean, like that's that's just it, right? Like a few a few overreact, and then other people just join the bandwagon because they're like, oh, more people are going to come in buy up this this stuff so let me buy a bunch of stuff just so i'm ahead right so it's kind of a it's kind of a snowball effect and then and then you wind up with a lot of people that just don't get any of it so i didn't see any hand sanitizer in a supermarket for about how long we've been on lockdown we've been on lockdown for eight weeks i we saw hand sanitizer for the first time the other day we bought two bottles of it the other day i haven't seen any of that since it started it was just gone you could not buy any of it we're only just getting sanitizers back into the store i think it, it, they started showing up like two weeks ago uh, yeah. a little more easy to find at, at this point but yeah it doesn't help the price tag like the price tag's always like a little higher than than normal oh, yeah. Would be. yeah supply and demand but yeah <laughs> i don't know so <laughs> so how are you how are you finding uh how are you finding these rumors uh well, about all these characters showing up day. in mandalorian <laughs> season two like um because there's a rumor that Boba's going to show up. There's a rumor that we're going to get Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, Captain Rex, all these characters. Like, which ones do you think are actually likely to make it in there? And which ones do you think are just kind of like, you know? I think Ahsoka's pretty much nailed on. Because uh, I read a quote from uh, Rosario Dawson not long ago, and she basically... So basically, yeah. Like, oh, she, oh, she confirmed it? She didn't confirm it, but she basically said along the lines of, oh, I'll be all right when it's confirmed so I can't remember the exact quote but it basically said yeah basically oh, like, without saying it she said I'm playing Ahsoka which I can't wait for like a live action Ahsoka like it's going to be crazy I saw some people saying about uh, how like Ashley should play the character in that but it's the same with anything like Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness are Obi-Wan Kenobi but for the animated shows James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi that's true yeah that's true yeah, yeah there's, there's usually been a difference with the the live action and and the animated uh version yeah. but i think ahsoka like as far as her cameo in the rise of skywalker goes because that was ashley Eckstein. so i mean yeah. like audibly she's been the character in yeah. in the live action film so i hope that there's no crazy inconsistency there with how rosario kind of presents her voice as the character if she does play the part like I hope yeah. that it's not like a crazy different sounding Ahsoka that we've had before, but, um, but yeah, like I mean, I'm definitely like I'm not like disappointed. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I, I'm not like upset that Rosario Dawson is playing the character because like she's a an amazing actress, like yeah, just fantastic at all the stuff yeah. that she's done. Like I was a big big fan of hers, like when she was doing the the Marvel shows because I watched all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and she's done a lot more than that, but um but yeah like she's an awesome actress and like she's definitely got the look for the character like she's oh, 100%, yeah i've yeah. seen uh, fans do like mock-ups yeah with, yeah she's with, got uh, the, like, she's the got the mock-up up, like down pat yeah. right um as far as ashley goes like she's done she's done cosplay for ahsoka tano before and like she looks pretty good as a character uh yeah but i mean like as far as like how the character has been brought to life like it's always been ashley right so like i definitely yeah. i definitely want to say that I don't know. Like, I mean, I trust Dave Filoni with whatever's oh, going on. And like, John Favreau, yeah. Yeah, and John Favreau. Yeah, I, I trust those guys with whatever's happening. I just, I was just surprised though when I heard about this, and then, and then Ashley had all that to say about on on her Instagram that, uh, you know, she's just been very thankful for all the fans that have been supporting her, and you know, she put it very nicely that that 
she would be very happy to play the character again um, yeah. in any media form whatsoever. But, you know, she doesn't know anything about any of this. Right. So like my theory is that either maybe like she has been somewhat kind of briefed about it and just can't talk about it or uh, yeah. or it would just be really weird if Dave Filoni, because he's one of the guys in charge, knows Ashley and known her for years, like they're friends, right? Like it would, yeah. it would, it would be weird for me to know that this casting went on without her knowledge, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't see that. Happening. I don't see it I happening. See, no, yeah, I can't see that. I, I feel. I feel like like Ashley would have maybe even been brought into the casting process. Yeah. If 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 anything, because like she's. She owns that character. Like she's been playing a so She's a yeah. Yeah, she just yeah, is. And yeah. like even even her daily life, like, you know, she she like strives to be like this amazing public oh, out, yeah. outreach person, right? And like she's always using Ahsoka as like uh, a, an example character that, you know, someone that she herself wants to live up to in terms of um, you know, her her uh standards and everything. And and it's like, you know, she's such an amazing person. And um it would it would really upset me if if like they just cast somebody else and then never mentioned it yeah. to her, you know. Like that would just kind of break my heart in a way, just for her, you know. Yeah, um, because I don't think I don't think that would be the case. Yeah, I hope. Well, I know yeah. you. I know what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's make that's what makes me like doubt the rumor that that she's in this show because uh, because like I'm thinking to myself is like okay, like I like if if I believe this rumor, it also means that that Ashley is also telling the truth about the fact that maybe she doesn't know anything about this. So, yeah. yeah so I'm in, in that regard, it kind of makes me a little self-defensive about her owning that character and should have the right to play her in live action. But, um, but yeah, it would just, it would just be a little strange. Like if they never, if they never briefed her and, and stuff like that. But I mean, that's not to say that I'm against Rosario playing the character at all. It just means that, um, yeah, I've just been a little kind of stranged out, I guess, like at all yeah. this commotion. Yeah. So. And then, and then there's Boba Fett. Yeah, which I'm we all that. love. Same guy. Tomorrow Morrison, didn't it? Tomorrow Morrison is the guy to do it. I mean, like he's he's like he did the voice overs for for the character through the original trilogy and those re-releases, right? Yeah. Um, so I feel like he just is that older Fett guy you know like if you have, if you have to make any yeah. kind of clone appearance or or like fet appearance in terms of an older age like he's just the guy you know yeah. um if they were to if they were to make boba fett a younger man and like do a movie that's like around the time of solo because i know that i think even yeah. you like i think you tweeted this out about the fact that there was like two wasn't there like the, there was like the the josh trank one and then the josh trank one yeah and the james mangold james one. mangold yeah, yeah that's what it was yeah so twice we almost had a boba fab film and you know twice we never got one and and i think both times if those movies were to take place around like episode three four um yeah. i think daniel logan is just the guy to go yeah. for you know he's just, yeah. yeah like he's just young boba fett so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to this, and I think that that appearance. Do you think that those spurs that showed up in season one of Mandalorian? Do you yeah, think that was I do now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Like, because like, uh, the Hollywood Reporter reported about Tamara Morrison, so it's pretty. I'm pretty sure it's happening. Yeah, and yeah, because the thing is, like them spurs. It's Dave Filoni who, who's like is obviously it's John Favreau, but it's Dave Filoni as well who's running the Mandalorian, and he doesn't do anything. 
Yeah. He doesn't just say, oh, he knows what them Spurs mean. He wouldn't just say, oh, just put in a random thing. Yeah. Like, to me, yeah, it's, I think like, I was on the fence for a while because I thought, well, because it never got addressed in the show, did it? Like, they never, no, they, no, it never, never did. Got addressed. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, is it Moff Gideon? That doesn't really make sense. Like, why would he be looking for a bounty hunter in the middle of... Yeah, the yeah there's, of the, there's no point. Uh, ...Juicy yeah. and Seth Tatooine. Yeah, to me, I'm pretty sure now it's, it's Boba Fett. Coming to, uh... I'm pretty convinced about it. I mean, he didn't have the same stuff on exactly as how he had it on in Return of the Jedi, but yeah. at the same time, like it, the sound is so iconic. Yeah, and it's like that's the same Skywalker sound work that they're doing to make those spurs show up, and it's like, yeah, okay, like I, I'm I'm on the Boba Fett train as soon as that episode came out. I didn't want to full on like believe it, but but because you know because he's gone right, he's been gone for a while. Yeah. But I mean, if they can go as far as bringing Palpatine back in the live action films, yeah. which you know I still think was like a really awkward decision, but like if they can go as far as doing that, like hands down they can bring Boba Fett back for a show. Oh like, yeah, yeah. So, like in, I think in Legends he uh, he got put in the silent pit twice and escapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not it's kind of like, yeah. there's that Cobb Vanth character that we had in Aftermath. Do you yeah. think that... Well, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good character. Yeah, yeah like a long, he was a good character. Yeah. He had like Boba's armor and everything like that. Um, do you think it's going to be one of those things where they just retcon that whole story thread or or are they going to like connect the dots in a way that maybe they acknowledge that that character and he's maybe got his armor back from... Cobb Vanth. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like sometimes I forget. Like like people like also read all the books with the minority. Yeah. Like no yeah, one, totally. No yeah. One, no one knows who Cobb Vanth is. Like, <laughs> they? like just, no one just us. I, I, I like the character. I think it's a really interesting character. Like from Aftermath, that was one of the like the interludes that really intrigued me. I was like, oh, yeah, Mandalorian armor and a sand crawler that's covered in acid. I wonder what that could be. Like it's got to be, but. Like cause someone was saying the other day, said, "Do you reckon he shows up in his like uh, like his armor from Return of the Jedi?" It's like you can't have. I'm sorry, you can't bring him back and have him in like different armor. Then like people don't know who he is. Like yeah, it has to be exactly. Like, you in, can change unless over he's um, unless yeah. he's unmasked and doesn't have his yeah. his armor anymore, right? Because I mean, we've seen the sh- we we've seen the character. I'm totally on board with you with that, by the way. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've seen we've seen the uh, the character multiple times, at least through the Clone Wars. He's gone through various visual iterations, yeah. which has been really cool because the last time that we saw him uh, before the show was canceled, we never got the arc that he takes down Cat Bane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he does that little standoff there and we never got that arc, unfortunately, because that's one of the arcs I really wanted to see. But uh, the last time we actually saw him was he was wielding Django's dual pistols and he had this other kind of like yeah mandalorian variant mask on yeah, him. yeah. Um, black and red yeah, yeah the, the red yeah. armor and stuff like that it was on that ventress that ventress uh bounty hunter crew arc that, that had the train yeah. heist which was such a cool arc i love that arc yeah even um, that young dango on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i i love i love the really okay man i brought this up with uh, diego yeah. who's doing the clone wars episodes with me i love that line that bosk says when he walks oh, yeah, past it. Say yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, shut up, Dengar. Because yeah. <laughs> he says what he said. He goes, oh, 
is that your girlfriend, Bosk, or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Bosk, yeah. you got a new girlfriend? <laughs> so good. Um, and they got Simon Pegg to play him, right? So I think that's that Simon was, Pegg. That's Simon Pegg, yeah. I never knew it was Simon Pegg. I never knew <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that was Simon Pegg. Hold on. Let me, just, let me just, so I'm not giving you wrong information here. I'm pretty sure this is Simon Pegg. Um, because that makes sense now because I remember they, they released like something on Twitter yeah. ages ago it was like a big post with everyone who's going to be in the Mandalorian season 2 and it said Simon Pegg as Dengar I was like oh yeah. weird um, I didn't realise he played him the thing yeah uh, yes yeah I'm just looking up his IMDB page and uh, well he was we all know he's on, on car plot but um, but yeah. yeah he was the voice of Dengar he also played Dengar in the Battlefront video game as well so well, uh, I never knew that <laughs> yeah yeah so uh you know he, he kind of he kind of owns that character at this point i think but um because i think the original guy that played him is probably you know way too old to play dan garnell or maybe he's oh, not yeah. even around i don't even know i mean like it was a non-speaking like background role at the time right so um i don't know i have no idea but but yeah he kind of it, it, would, it would honestly it would be kind of cool to see simon Pegg as a live action den guy i kind of hope he shows up at some point like that would be yeah. really awesome yeah, I want. I'd love to see all of them in the the Mandalorian season two. Bosk, yeah, Bosk, uh, Dengar, Dengar, oh yeah, even yeah. like Zuckus and uh, Fallon. Yeah, give me all the Empire Strikes Back bounty hunters, but like back to Boba Fett. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm like because I've seen people, I've seen certain people like say, oh, I don't want this and all that. It's like, mm-hmm. but, like this is the thing I don't get. Like you don't know. Like, because people are saying, oh, it's stupid. It's like, you don't know the context. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it comes back, if it comes back and it's a stupid idea, I'll be the first one to say, oh, yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. But you don't know how he's coming back. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Thing, like, people, I think people sometimes need to give things a chance before they completely tear it down and say, oh, this yeah. is stupid. Because these are the same, like, these are the same people sometimes who, like, complain they want this character in live action and that. But when they bring characters to live action, like, oh, I want, I want, like, why can't these characters stand on their own? It's like, well, it'd be a bit pretty boring if, like, no characters ever turned up. And, like, I, like Jedi Fallen Order is full of new characters, which I really enjoyed. Obviously, you have Vader at the end. Yeah, which, totally. Yeah. But, like, if it makes sense, then give it a chance. Mm-hmm. It, like, plus, it's John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Like, if you're watching the Mandalorian documentary, they really do care. And they're oh, not yeah. just going to, they're not going to bring Boba Fett in just for the crack like, exactly exactly sense. they they yeah. and those those exactly and like i don't know if you watched it before i kind of recommended those to you but um but i'm glad you've seen those because yeah that's kind of like part of like the i don't know it's just it's just good to have seen those because yeah that's exactly kind of what i'm getting at with like some of the stuff in the mandalorians like it's just so awesome to see the fact that these guys who who made and run the show just know so much and appreciate so much about star wars in its entirety and you know where they're where they're coming from from a mindset of a of a filmmaker but um but also just as a fan and like they're not they're not going to throw boba fett such an important kind of fan appreciated character into the mandalorian for the crap of things like they're just they're definitely gonna have a good reason for it and you know and yeah like you're right like if there isn't a good reason for it then you know well well, the first one to say yeah yeah exactly it's not gonna be it's not going to be right. if it's not going to be well paid off then then there's no point in having it but i think like they're the first people to understand that exactly they're not doing it for you know the show's already successful they don't need to add boba fett in to make it more successful so because i've just 
I just saw a rumour before we started that uh, apparently he's going to be not in Series 2 a lot, like barely, and then apparently he's going to be in it a lot more in Series 3, but then apparently they're, they're developing a Boba Fett something, mm. which we've heard before. Like you said, there's been two movies that have been... Yeah. But apparently they're, like, they're just, they're, I just read it before we uh, came on, and they're, apparently they're developing a, a new Boba Fett. Interesting. So I don't know whether it's a show. Or, I don't see it being a film. It's not going to be a film. It'll be... It'll be a Disney Plus show if it is. Yeah, yeah, I feel that way too. Because the Kenobi um, movie got adapted to a series. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's at least what Ewan McGregor revealed on an interview at one point. He he said he did confirm the fact that it was supposed to be a film so, that then got translated into a series. But in a way, in a way the series is almost, um, at least for a story like that and for a character that we all love so much like that, uh, going through that particular mental, mentally tough time, right? Like after the whole fight with Anakin and, you know, the guy must have major PTSD right now. So oh, yeah. like it's, it actually would be very cool to actually have more time with that character over a series of hours, um, whether it be like six to eight hours kind of thing of, of episodes. And uh, like that, I honestly, I prefer something like that over a movie in that, in that case. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm totally in agreement with that because you can stretch it out. Like, obviously, you can't don't stretch it out to the point where you're just trying to fill it with stuff. Yeah. But like, I think it, like Kenobi is going to be a more like intimate story because yeah, like you say, he must be dealing with all sorts of. I think I can't remember when they said it's set. I don't know how long it's set after Revenge of the Sith. It's like uh, six to seven years or something. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been in the desert for a while. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, he must he must be pretty down in the dump. I've read some of the comics because yeah. there's a few comics where uh, they go in the main mm-hmm. Star Wars one where they yeah. do the, the uh, journals of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And he's not in a in a good place there, to be honest. Like, he's finding it hard to... Yeah, he's finding it hard to He's not the nicest place. Yeah. And like when people have been suffering and that, he can't be what he is, which is a Jedi. He has to hide and otherwise he's going to bring attention to himself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a... Yeah. yeah, that's a great point. Um... Because, yeah, we, we struggle with him kind of accepting the fact that he can't do anything about anyone's problems anymore. And, yeah. you know, even even if he even if he is trying to, like, protect Luke Skywalker and stuff like that, like, he's almost just drawing attention if he goes out of his way to cause yeah. trouble with, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting show because I wonder how much of those, well, I don't know exactly, like, I can't really place it exactly with all the appearances that he's had through those journal comics, those journals, yeah. uh, but it was just a couple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would be interesting though, if they did acknowledge some things in that show that I think people may be wanting answers to. Cause I know that there's that notable shift in design from Anakin's lightsaber from episode three to episode four, which yeah. p- potentially they might be able to, explain that he was tinkering around with it or something like that i don't know but uh i was actually talking about this yesterday with a friend like how all of the lightsabers over all the films that are like the skywalker saber like they've got they've all got like minor differences about it but the yeah. one the one that looks the most different is easily the the episode four lightsaber i think um yeah and it, it's because of like the 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 clear kind of bubble trans transparent part on the side like the activation yeah. switch that's like the only one that has that was the episode four one all the other ones have some sort of like gold plating on the side yeah. uh 
despite the various differences like it's yeah it it really is like the only one that's kind of got big things like that um so i wonder if maybe they'll acknowledge that as well or if in the show that they because it'll show up in the show um i wonder if it'll show up as the episode three saber or the episode four or if they take the continuity with what they've been going with with the episode seven eight nine look um which they adapted from uh five and six like they kind of meshed yeah. those two a little bit and made made one um i wonder if they'll just go with that one as well so like there's like three options that they could go with yeah. and it makes me it makes me wonder which one they're gonna go so there's yeah. a there's rumors of art show as well that uh christensen yeah oh man that would be to... so cool like there's yeah. been there's been talk that if they do bring him in, it's going to be like a flashback to the Clone Wars yeah, and like yeah. live action Clone Wars material, similar to what we had in the Mandalorian where we see Din Djarin and uh, on whatever place he's at. And yeah. there's like the whole separatist invasion going on. And yeah. I'm like, wow, that would be so cool. Like I haven't seen a B2 battle droid since the prequels and it was awesome to good, see yeah. them there. <laughs> yeah. It was like insane yeah. to see them in live action again, like for yeah. all these years later. And, um, and to see Hayden Christensen in the Clone Wars armored costume yeah. that we got through the first three seasons, that would be probably one of the greatest things ever. Because yeah. I saw that cover that they, they did for the, the cele- what was it? Like, it was the convention exclusive cover for Thrawn 2. Yeah, like the, I was just about to say that, yeah. Yeah, and Thrawn that was so and, and, awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, I was like, man, like, <laughs> I already own the book, but like, it almost makes me yeah. want to like buy it online. Like, you know, the the exclusive yeah. one, people selling it for overpriced. But um, yeah, it's such a cool photo. Like, like yeah. really, really cool. Like just to get him on that, in that look. And then, oh, you know what? Maybe even if they casted ashley Eckstein as like a young ahsoka yeah and then had rosaria as the older maybe have her even show up as well like that's a possibility i guess i don't know like yeah we'll see i mean, I just, I mean I'd, what was what was it i would i would just be happy for hayden to come back because like i think i was i was too young when uh revenge of the sith come out i was only about 14 so i wasn't really into the like fandom of that but apparently mm-hmm. he went through hell like like with some of the fans like i can imagine because yeah yeah i think he he definitely knows the you know the darker side of the fandom so to say it'd be Uh, nice for him to come back because i remember seeing him obviously i was watching the live stream when he came out on the stage for the 40th anniversary panel and everyone loved him yeah it's like like i think he's great as anakin skywalker i've never ever had a problem with i've I've never had a problem with him either i mean like that's anyone i talk to about kind of his portrayal of the character like, you know, I always kind of give them the reasoning of like Anakin Skywalker is a really tough character to play. Cause like what we're looking at is supposedly the human part of this guy that we just know as a robotic dude. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you know, you take like a man in a, in a, in a suit that most people would, would, you know, mistake for like a robot and then, yeah. and then and then just like make a human out of it, right? Like like that is one of the hardest things I think ever in cinematic history yeah. as well, because he's one of the most iconic looking characters. And it's like, yeah, man, like Hayden had a lot under his belt. I mean, a lot more than Kelly uh, Marie uh, had when she played Rose, right? Because that's yeah. an r- original character. Like Hayden Christensen had such a 
task. Yeah. And like, I mean, the guy was only like 20, I think, or 20, yeah. 21 or something. I don't know. He was, it was something around there when he first started playing the character. And uh, yeah, like I just, I just always think like how stressful it would have been for the guy and just how sorry yeah. I feel that, you know, that, you know, the, some of the fans gave him such a rough time about it. Cause I actually quite enjoy his portrayal. Of the, I think, I think he's actually a great actor. He just needs the right yeah. direction. Yeah. Right? Like any other actor does. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, his, um, the way that he's kind of been, he's just been the character for so long now at this point that, yeah. uh, that there's no one else to play him. No, you can't recast. No. Yeah, you can't you can't recast the live action Anakin Skywalker. I mean, like they've gone as far as to use Matt Lanter to do his voice, which uh, you know I very quickly kind of grew onto and adapted with yeah. um, as I watched the show when it first came out. But um, yeah, like and he does a great job. Matt Lanter is awesome. But, yeah. But yeah, as far as like the, the the live action kind of portrayal goes, like I just you know there's there's nobody else that can just step into that those shoes. No. No, or, or, like, or mesh with you and McGregor that well either. Like, like you, no, yeah. you and Hayden are just like, you know, they're just the pair. So, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I couldn't imagine like they, they would recast. They just wouldn't have him in the show. I think they wouldn't recast him because I remember like, imagine like some guy like American Skywalker. You'd be like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but, <laughs> but again, like I mean, I'm glad that you saw those those Disney Gallery episodes because. Uh, like that that last seven minutes of Dave Filoni just like so, sco- schooling everybody on Duel the Fates, like man, like that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen on Disney Plus so far. Yeah. Aside from the Clone Wars, I was like, that's so good. Like I love Dave Filoni. I could listen to Dave Filoni for hours, but uh, just talk about Star Wars. But but um, the guy just knows so much. Like working with George Lucas for years, um, yeah. he just has so much like knowledge about about that universe, and he's just got so much respect for everything. And I, I'm, I'm truly like, I truly believe that like the future of Star Wars has like, he's just one of those guys that like makes it super hopeful, you know, um, yeah. as far as like people that could potentially take charge of things. And like, we've already seen him step it up. Like we've seen him go from, you know, leading shows like Rebels and stuff like that to now like the overhead of animated television and stuff like that. Right. Like he's kind of making his way up the ranks. Um, I know like a lot of people kind of, uh speculate like oh he's gonna take over Luke's film one day like honestly like if he ever gets to the point that he'd feel comfortable doing that because he's quite the humble guy yeah um like he'd never he'd never say it himself but like I really do hope that maybe one day we get the chance to see him in the director's chair yeah for a film yeah 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 for a film um and at, at the very least like you know I hope that he ever gets like you know, that level of creative control that he's able to just kind of steer Star Wars in his direction and um, just kind of like, I don't know, I feel like it would be the most authentic Star Wars feeling that I think anyone has ever had since since the prequels and since Clone Wars. Like, you know, the most yeah. kind of George inspired. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you can't do any wrong with me. Like, I think he's fantastic, like, yeah. He seems like a genuine, like, nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he really looks like, uh, I mean, it would be so cool to chat with him, like, just like over dinner yeah. or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's such a normal guy, too. Like, when he's talking about, like, when he first got the job, you know, yeah. it just, it just kind of, like, makes you think it's like, oh, wow. Like, he's, I mean, now he's like a celebrity amongst Star Wars fans nowadays. But, 
like he, the guy's just a normal a normal dude they like, just you yeah know, like um so yeah i don't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know what else what else we got chatting about have you been reading any what? of the the comics recently the the newer ones there's nothing there's nothing out at the moment is there covid oh that's true yeah yeah <laughs> like we had a drought for about every... six weeks yeah yeah no what the last um... one i read was darth vader number i think i can't remember what it was number two number three Oh, is that's the that's the new, the new one, series yeah. between episode four and five, right? Yeah, yeah. how's no, that going? Between, uh, between five and six. Oh, for, sorry, five and yeah, five and six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's that going? Is that going okay? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Like the uh, the Charles Soule Darth Vader comic is like my favorite comic ever because yeah, it's fantastic. One of, one of the greatest. This, yeah. This uh, this new one's by Greg Pak, and it, it basically starts up just after Empire, like literally just seconds after the Millennium Falcon gets away. Yeah, and Vader storms off. Like he even like snubs the Emperor. The Emperor like tries to ring him, call him, and he's just like, "I'm not talking to you." Yeah, and then he goes to Tatooine. He goes to the Lars homestead and uh, tries to find out. He says he's going to punish everyone who's hidden Luke from me. He goes to the Lars homestead. Uh, he gets attacked by like uh, pirates from Tatooine who think it's quite funny actually because they see this shuttle come in. And they think, oh, it's just another soft imperial that they go attack this uh, shuttle, and they find out you probably picked the wrong shuttle to try and yeah. <laughs> hijack. And then uh, after that, he goes back to Coruscant. And he goes to the uh, apartment, uh, Padme. Oh yeah. He goes in there, and uh, he finds uh, they. He's got uh, like a, a droid with him. It looks a bit like the uh, archive droids from the Jedi Temple. Obviously, huh. it's not one of them. And uh, they find a trace. Like a trace, a transmitter in the apartment that leads to another planet. They go to the other planet, and uh, it's. Did you ever read Queen Shadow? No, I never got around to that one, but it's on my list. Yeah, uh, Kira Knightley, the other character Kira Knightley plays. Yeah, Cordae. Uh, is it um, Sabe or Sab- Sabe? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, the whole thing of Queen Shadow is like she's had Maze double. Yeah. So Vader, Vader goes into this room like to find this person that they're finding, and they. Then it's Sabe, and he's like, at first, he's like, he thinks he's seen a ghost because it looks just like Padme. And then uh, they find out, yeah, it's Sabe. So they're at the moment, I can't remember, they've just left the planet they were on together, and, they, and then that was where the issue left out. And we're still waiting to see when the next one comes out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I miss the Star Wars comics because they were like this little bit of new Star Wars every week. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, yeah, it's almost. I mean, that's what made uh, made. I mean, growing up at least, uh, and it, well, even when Rebels was on, I guess. But that's what made those shows so great. Like it was, you know, it's not exactly a feature film or whatever, but like it's 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 that's just it. Like it's Star Wars every week and something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, which is some like, of them have been great. Like the uh, like speaking about Rebels, Kane and the Last Padawan comic. Yeah, those have been amazing. Like, it's awesome. such a good comic. Yeah. I like those and, uh, series that they just plan out to be like X amount of issues long and they don't try to yeah. like, continue making yeah. more. Like I feel like the Star Wars line got too long, like as far as yeah. volumes went. Like not that I didn't enjoy them. Like the I, I've only read maybe like just under half of them as far yeah. as uh, stories go. Like I'm I'm not fully caught up with all those, but um but uh, that's just that's just because like there was too many, right? Whereas most of the miniseries, like I've I've bought and read them all like and you know i've i've uh liked all of them and i've been able to get like a complete story like right away kind of thing so 
Yeah, I've I've definitely been more in favor with those Charles Soule, Darth Vader comic series that don't go longer than four volumes each. Yeah, kind of 25, 25 issues, I think it was. Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm really I'm really loving that format. Yeah. So. Yeah, because yeah. you, you try and stretch something for too long, then eventually you're gonna have to start filling it with stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that yeah. But other than that, uh, yeah, I read the first. They released the new Doctor Afra issue on Star Wars Day. I read that. That's good. I like I like Afra. Like the Doctor Afra comics are weird, but in a good way. Yeah, they're really strange because there's just stuff in it. It's just absolutely mind-boggling, but it's good in a good way. Like it could. It, like Star Wars could do with being a bit weirder. Yeah, there's. She's um, a great character. I think that's just it too. Like, like Star Wars definitely can could do with a bit weirder. Like, I like I like yeah. it when they get weird. Like, I like all the Clone Wars arcs where it just got out there and told like this rant, like this uh, yeah. super strange story. Like, I love the Mortis arc. Like, that's one of my favorite yeah. Clone Wars arcs, and I think it's because it's just so out there but still within the context of star wars you know it's not like yeah. a random thing but um but yeah i love it when they do get experimental because it's kind of like it feels kind of in place with star wars like star wars is that kind of galaxy or that universe or whatever you want to call it like that that those kind of stories can be told right yeah. um like i don't think anyone when they saw empire strikes back for the first time i don't think anyone thought what would happen in that little cave happen and what they did right like yeah it's yeah. kind of it's this really obscure kind of thing and um you know star wars has always been really good about doing that like taking these things and like making them interesting so yeah have you read after i have i have read uh two volumes or three yeah. i think it's, it's yeah um, there's, there's stuff in that that's just off the wall like, yeah it's really like cool four, yeah false sensitive fungus that thinks it's a jedi and <laughs> you've got uh, yeah. Dr. Everson and Ponda Baba from The New Hopes in there. Yeah. There's a computer that thinks it's a Jedi and all that stuff. So that's a Disney Plus show that you could get on board with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was a rumor going yeah. around a while about that they were going to do an animated Dr. Afro show. Which yeah. I'd be, I'd like, yeah. I'd like, I like new characters. And she's interested. Like, the one thing she is, she's interested. Like, she's not boring by any stretch of imagination. And she's got no morals. Yeah, she'll yeah. sell anyone out. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's... Like protect her, and, and the funny thing is, she keeps getting the uh, best of Darth Vader as well. Like he's trying to kill her like four times. <laughs> he just can't manage it, which is quite funny, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it almost. I I I don't like it when they diminish Darth Vader in terms of like you know the good guys are winning because like we all yeah. want Darth Vader to win in a way, but but um sort of. But but also like not make him look like a weakling yeah. kind of thing, right? Like she always um, she always gets out of it like from was, some underhanded way. Yeah, yeah, in a yeah. way that that's like reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so not that, like yeah, she beats that Vader in a lightsaber, do like, yeah. yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think that that's that's actually something that in Rebels they had to tread with very carefully. I think whenever yeah. Vader like showed up, like they they never, and I think Dave was very aware of this too. Is like they never wanted to make the Rebels like all the time look like they were beating Darth yeah. Vader, you know. Because they couldn't, because they yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah, they can't. Yeah, they're always like either running or whatever. Like It's like the, uh, so. the same with the end of Fallen Order. It's like you swing your lightsaber at him and he's like, nah. I think yes. Fallen Order was perfect. Like the way that yeah. they the way that they kind of brought in Vader for that last thing, you genuinely feel scared for that character because we know that he doesn't show up past the point yeah. of this game, right? So it's like, oh, is this the moment where we die? Um, yeah. 
I don't know, because like there's no there's no uh, Cal Kestis in the original trilogy. So no, or or Rebels. So like, I mean, what yeah. happens to him, right? Um, and I'm glad that the respawn has finally officially come out and said this is the first game in a series. So yeah, so that's I saw cool. It was there. Yeah, yeah, so that's really cool. But uh, but yeah, like when that moment came, like of course I didn't I didn't know that uh, at the time, like that they were planning on doing more. So um, I thought you know maybe this is it. Like the whole game, I'm thinking like this is this is the only one that's going to happen. Maybe I don't know because you know knowing EA, they're not exactly the biggest fan think, of story yeah. based games, no. right? So yeah but man like that game so good like i i couldn't recommend yeah. it higher like i was defending ea from everybody who was like questioning the fact that it was made by them and i'm like no 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 you got to try this game like yeah it's, it's a game changer like literally and rightfully so because if that's the one thing if i could change i wouldn't let them like have exclusive like have exclusivity cause... that's true yeah that's annoying <laughs> yeah because yeah. I think they I think it runs out in twenty twenty three. It'd be interesting to see what mm-hmm. they do because I I've heard rumors that they're not overly happy with how EA have done it because they what they've yeah. had the license since two thousand and fourteen and they've only released three games. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them I, like uh, the first battlefront was basic. The first battlefront was basic. The EA basically said, Oh, we had to rush it out to get it out. And then yeah. they bungled they bungled the Battlefront 2 and don't get me wrong after that they turned Battlefront 2 into an amazing oh yeah game. they did a full 180 on that one yeah like it, it went more, from uh, the least successful launch to like the yeah. one of the most successful games that they I think that was more dice though than EA that was definitely more dice than EA yeah, yeah. and I then think, um, they, they just said they're abandoning Battlefront 2 now which is yeah sad which I wouldn't mind if there was a Battlefront 3 coming but apparently that's not the plan to do yeah. a Battlefront 3. Exactly. It's like, and it makes me think, it's like, what is the plan? Like, do they even have, aside from well, Respawn yeah. working on the Fallen Order sequels, like, like what is, like, what's, you know, EA and DICE's plan to, to do with that, with the Battlefront series or, or whatever? It always gets like. to Battlefront 3, doesn't it? Because it was like that with the originals. It got to Battle, yeah. they were supposed to be this Battlefront 3 that looked amazing. I still remember watching the, uh, the, yeah, the, le- the leaked footage. Yeah. Yeah. It looked amazing. And then, it just got cancelled. It was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. It's always Battlefront 3. We'll never get a Battlefront 3 at all. And, like, you could honestly make a book out of all the cancelled Star Wars games that, that the world is seeing, right? 13. Or never seen, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, like there was even that mobile game that came out right when canon became like a thing. Um, there was uh, Uprising. Yeah, Star Wars Uprising. Yeah. It was cancelled not, not only like a year after it launched and um the story and everything was canon like they've actually kept the consistency of the events in that game with the events and like that happened in the books and stuff like that so they used it as like a ground base i think for other things but when the story well when the game got canceled like there's no way that people can actually experience that story anymore so it it made me wonder i'm like like what the heck like are they gonna adapt the story into a book or something like that like I, I don't really know but um but yeah no never never saw the light of day so it makes me wonder if they will retain exclu- well rights at all for the first thing but it makes me wonder if they're just gonna either divvy up the rights amongst different you know studios games. Yeah. yeah that's what lord of the rings does like lord of the rings is yeah. is like an open kind of license that gets licensed out to different companies all the time yeah. right like there's that one game one game uh, that's being made right now called Gollum, and yeah. it's not 
it's not licensed by the same companies that worked with the, on on the films, right? So visually, that yeah. it's got to be a unique thing. So it's not going to use the same visual consistency as the films at all. Um, and then same with the Lord of the Rings online game. It's a completely different thing as well. So there's all these different like mediums and it's like Star Wars is one of those things where there's got to be a lot of consistency involved. So I can see why they licensed out just to one company, just so it would make it easier for like the story group maybe to like communicate with yeah. them. But they just haven't been like doing enough stuff. Like they've just not been using it enough. And, and it's like, yeah. where's all the new Star Wars games? Like, well, in the last seven years, there's been like three. So to, to me, I could rattle off about five games I'd buy right the second I'd buy a new like Star Wars pod racing game. It was like a racer. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. And they, like they new, just uh, relaunched yeah. the first one yeah. uh, with with online uh, support and stuff like that. And I always say to people, I'm like, man, you know how much I would pay for a VR pod racing game? Like, yeah. so yeah. like, you know, I'd pay easily. I would pay like 80 bucks for that. Yeah. I would pay for a uh, like another like command and conquer style game oh yeah that'd be great like that'd like uh like empire at war kind of thing but yeah i used to love that game yeah yeah like, it was a great game and then uh like i could imagine like someone like cd project red doing an open world star wars game It'd that would be, be cool yeah i know a lot of um yeah. people people gave a lot of respect to galaxy uh or what, star wars galaxies at the time yeah um, i never played that yeah yeah that was kind of the the predecessing mmo and then yeah. and then came older the older public which which is also done by EA I guess but um, Bioware Bioware more more yeah. so yeah but uh, but yeah like uh, you know it makes me it makes me wonder like what's going to happen because Star Wars games have kind of been a big part of Star Wars history and it's like recently yeah. it's kind of been the the flop of the market you know they've kind of been a little I've just been going on about uh, Force Unleashed on Twitter for ages. I love those games. As yeah. well. I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, it was LucasArts who made That Force was LucasArts and um, was it somebody like else? THQ maybe? Or something? There was someone like that involved there. Yeah, there was, there was LucasArts and somebody else. But yeah, those those games were awesome. Oh, that's another one that didn't get a third game, which was supposed to be, but yeah. got cancelled, was Force Unleashed 3. It, it yeah, never, never the happened. The second one bombed, didn't it? The second one, yeah, the second one bombed it a little bit, and also the creatives behind the third one like left the company or something like that. Yeah. Like when when they were trying to figure everything out, and then it just fell apart. Um, but there's, if you look it up online, like there's actually like you know places where those guys actually had talked about it, and yeah. uh, they did kind of reveal some information about what the story would have been like. But but yeah, I really really enjoyed the story like of those games. They had that. Uh, they had that Amy Hennig one who did Uncharted. Um, which one? The, the, there was a game announced ages ago. Like you saw, like little footage of it. It was on Tatooine, and there was like Star Destroyers above Tatooine. It was done oh, there yeah. by Amy Hennig, who does Uncharted, and then that just got. That's the one. Yeah, that's the other one. The 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 other one in not thirteen thirteen, but the one that would have happened after that. That's the one that they canceled when when Disney bought the company. Yeah, they yeah. just they just killed off like everything when they bought the company. So thirteen, thirteen. I remember yeah. watching that trailer and I was thinking, this looks amazing. Yep. And because it, it was supposed to be Boba Fett, wasn't it? It was. Supposed it was to be yeah, Fett. it was supposed to be Boba Fett. Which also it, it kind of made me wonder. I was like, why didn't they use Daniel Logan to play the like Boba? Because I'm assuming that that guy, the young guy that you see in the trailer, is Boba. Maybe. No, he's he's not. Apparently, apparently, because I was reading up about this the other day, you were going to start as the young guy. Okay. And then eventually, 
Boba Fett would kill that guy and then you would become Boba Fett. That's how it was oh, going to work. okay. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Because they're always talking about 1313 and Clone Wars. Everything that goes down on Coruscant happens yeah. on level 13. Yeah, there, there's so many like homage paid. There's so much homage paid to 1313. Yeah. And it, yeah, it really makes me wonder if anyone's ever going to pick that game up. Actually, I would love to see that game being finished by EA. That's a game that, that I think that if they didn't want to like make an original thing and they just wanted to like finish up that game, like apparently it still exists in, in, you know, digital code somewhere. Like it's yeah. gotta be, it's not, it's not just deleted like that. Like probably all packaged it up somewhere and it exists in the, the digital Lucas archives, I'm sure. But, um, yeah. but yeah, like it would be awesome to see that game, like, you know, re, uh, revived and kind of given new life uh as far as you know as far as like uh bringing that game out comes like you know i i, I really wish that they that they finished that yeah it looks so cool like That's that awesome. remember that gameplay trailer that dropped it looked amazing yeah and that yeah. like it was cool to see like a star wars cover based game like you had to, to use cover and use your blaster and that because they were always fun swinging a lightsaber around yeah yeah, I, I think that, that's it. actually I what I really game, liked yeah. about Battlefront 2. Like the campaign was really interesting because it got we got a unique character that wasn't a Jedi that you played in a story that like took place around the main events and it's like that's the kind of that's the kind of game that a lot of people want. And I think that's partially what that one game would have been like that you were talking about that that untitled game where yeah. they had pre-alpha footage that was shown on Tatooine with the guy walking out of the the little hut so yeah that would have been really cool um but uh man like yeah you could honestly write a book of all the canceled star wars games like there's just so many yeah <laughs> republic just, commando yeah. was supposed to also get some sort of a sequel at one point as well yeah i tried playing that the other day and it, it was rough like i can't play it now like it's really it's rough to play now it's a great game yeah it's an old, it's an play old it now. game yeah yeah it's like it's rough with the graphics and that. yeah it's it's kind of honestly i find older games like that hard to to look at now that we have such high resolution screens like yeah it's almost yeah and then like your mouse is kind of like freaking out a little bit because like yeah. the display is stretched yeah. And, yeah so i know what you mean it's like uh one of my favorite games of all time is a uh, grand theft auto san andreas okay yeah but i can't play it now because it's just it's too rough i can't, <laughs> I can't do it i love the game as well yeah. What I'd do for a remastered version of uh, Grand Theft Auto something great is I'd be willing to do anything. Can you can you get well, the app? Is that has it been remastered as a digital app? Maybe. No, I don't think so. I've got I, I bought the app as you It's basically just the PS2 version. Oh, okay. On you on your iPad. Yeah. Well, Which is rough. I can't well, do it. <laughs> rumor has it that the next one's supposed to incorporate all those games into like one, and then have like a giant like open world kind of Grand. Well, the next Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Apparently it's supposed to integrate like the, the worlds of Sound and yeah. Jazz and Vice City and all these things and then oh, make like one. Sounds, sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's the thing I love about Rockstar games. They take their time. Like, yeah, they, they release do. one game every five years. Like Red Dead Redemption 2 is amazing. Yeah. And then they can afford to because the game sells. Yeah, totally. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they can afford to take the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
we got a bit off topic there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember where we came from, but um, talking about Star Wars games. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, did you see the live uh, the the live action uh, child um, thing from from Hot Toys or or any of those like sideshow statues that they're making? I've just seen the Captain Rex one, the Hot Toys one. It looks awesome. Like it they does do such yeah. a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to buy them, but unfortunately, I could never justify spending that kind of money. Yeah, yeah, but you do have a few things on your list. Like we got the the Black Series, like Boba Fett helmet coming out. Like, yeah, yeah, you have some interest in that. Um, and the uh, the Black Series Revan lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, the Revan lightsaber. Uh, we got some Lego sets, like the Razor Crest um, is coming yeah. out, um, yeah. which is pretty. They cool. seem to be uh, they seem to be uh, pushing a lot of Revan merchandise. Yeah. Which yeah, is uh, very intriguing. Yeah, because like there was also the Black Series six-inch figure for Revan that came out as well. Which the fans voted for. Yeah, they voted. Yeah. That was a fans voted one. They were like, "Oh, who do you want?" They were like, "Oh, well, Darth Revan." Yeah, I, I forget who the other option was actually. Um, I can't remember. To be fair, it was it was like the first fan one to do because I remember it was that one and then uh, Jaina Solo one one year. Yeah. But yeah, the Darth like it's very interesting because they just bought the name Revan into canon with the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's very, very interesting to see like whether they'll do that because I would love to have like Darth Revan's an amazing character and just his look. Yeah. Just his look sells merchandise. He's so fair. cool. And like they're, yeah. they're having so much success with the Mandalorian. It's like, it's such an appropriate yeah. kind of character to like yeah. introduce into the, the canonicity of things being a, a character with such you know rich history with the mandalorians right um, yeah so yeah like that would be really cool to, to see him pop up at some point i was just thinking yeah because they, they, like i said they did the uh they did the lightsaber they've done the figure i wonder if they'll like, eventually do like a black series mask yeah it makes me wonder if they will do that actually that's that's a good question uh but yeah i i um I remember that there was there was a season. I think it was season three. It was in the Mortis arc. Like there was a, yeah. a plan to have him and uh, Darth. Uh, Darth Bane. Was it Darth Bane? It was. Uh, it was Darth Bane. Yeah. yeah, like both of them like show up uh, in that one episode where they they talk to like the sun, right? Yeah. But, but then like Dave Filoni and the featurette describe why it was eventually like cut and changed. Um, and in the end, like I, I, I definitely like see where he's coming from, and it's not the, uh, it's not the greatest idea to maybe have introduced them in that particular manner. Yeah. But, but, uh, but I, I, I do think that the idea of bringing him back into canon is not abandoned. Like I think Darth they're Bane just waiting. <laughs> Darth Bane ended up making it in by season six, right? Season like, six, yeah. He yeah. Confronts Yoda and he. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And it had Mark Hamill. Um, Mark Hamill played the voice for him too. Yeah, I only found that out not long ago. I was like, Mark yeah. Hamill played the voice. I, was, I don't really keep up with these people who are playing the voices of these characters. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. like I, that's another character. Like the books. The, the, have you read the Dark Bane trilogy? Uh, uh, no, no, I haven't actually. No, they are, are amazing. They're so good. Like they're really, like the thing is, like Star Wars Legends, a lot of it. Like I don't want to get any like hits or anything, but a lot of it's not kind right. Yeah. But they they're like the certain like the highlights of Star Wars Legends are like the Thrawn trilogy, the Darth Plagueis novel. The Darth Plagueis novels are awesome. So yeah, good. my favorite my favorite Star Wars book. It's yeah. I'll just listen to it again on an audio book. It's 
it's it tastes like false it's so was, was good, good man like it also like gives so much depth to the phantom menace oh yeah 100%. yeah like like the whole the, like what would what, you say like half the book or a quarter of the book or something just overlaps with the movie like it's it's a substantial amount of yeah behind the scenes like uh events that that kind of transpire and it's like wow like this is so cool like i love it when that kind of material overlaps with the movies and you get a different perspective on the same movie that we've seen like a hundred times over yeah, it answers a lot of questions like the prequels less it does I mean, yeah yeah i, I it, wish it's... that they just canonized that book because i know that it was published only like i don't know it was like three years before the whole yeah. acquisition. like it wasn't that long ago before Disney bought the company that that really that book came out and it just kind of broke my heart to to know that it wasn't going to be you know ca- like official canon yeah it's canon and to me <laughs> it's, it's canon to you yeah. yeah well nothing yeah. at least not not that I can think of like nothing currently contradicts yeah. that book no like it's it's and and also the Tarkin book drew off of that book a few like once or twice as well like there was because there's droids in it isn't it there uh there was 114d i think is droid yeah yeah it was it was that it was the droid yeah so there was there was like because it's written by the same guy james 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 yeah yeah, so like he he definitely like you know he saw his old his other works and he's like hey well if this doesn't contradict anything then i'm gonna use it and it's like i love that mentality because it just kind yeah. of brings that book into the fold a little more i remember reading something uh you know the aftermath trilogy i remember you remember mr bones obviously the battle droid uh yeah mr bones yeah of course yeah i remember chuck wending wanted that to be hk47 yeah yeah i do remember really that. <laughs> that's too bad you know, yeah and they were like no you can't do that i was like oh, okay I'll make it like a battle droid, but yeah, yeah, that would have been cool. Like HK four seven, cool. yeah, HK four seven is another one of those droid characters that is like super popular in fandom. But yeah, I remember I remember reading the Visual Dictionary, and I was like going over the Sith part, and it was like, oh, certain Sith troopers are lamed after like certain Sith legend like lords. I was like, all right, and then I was like, excuse me, like Revan, yeah, yeah. it was like Revan and, and Dedu, Tenebrous. There's like four boss, four boss and desolate. But yeah, when I read like Revan, I was like, what? I was like, yeah. okay. Like, at, least his, at least his name's canon. Yeah, totally. Well, and is, Darth Tenebrous is uh, from the Plagueis novel, isn't it? He is, yeah. He's Darth Plagueis' master. Darth Plagueis' master, yeah. yeah. So like, and and did they call like a legion after... I forget. Was it, this in the visual dictionary? It was in the visual dictionary, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, I'll just look it up there. So that's another thing that that they've now kind of confirmed, at least possibly, is that Palp- that Plagueis actually, you know, exists. Because so far, at least in canon, they've never confirmed his existence, other than the fact that yeah. you know he's a legend, right? Which, uh, yeah. ir- ironically enough, is kind of the state of the book, which is Star Wars Legends. But um, but yeah, like the fact that they actually like call like one of those Sith legions after him, like that's kind of a a big yeah, one. it says it says here that the uh, the split into companies of five thousand soldiers, and they're given the the name of an ancient Sith Lord, which is obviously a legion name. It says the history was hidden from the rest of the galaxy. Only the Sith Eternal cultists know the significance of these names. Mm-hmm. And you've got Revan and Dedu, Tanis, Tenebrous, Phobos, and Desolus. Which is, 
It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, like that'd be awesome. And it makes me wonder um, that what they're going to do with the High Republic era as well. Like, what's your opinion on High Republic? I look forward to it. Yeah, like it's it's like when I was watching the trailer, it's very different to Legends because the one like one of the biggest things I always found with Legends, like Knights of the Old Republic, takes place like four thousand years before uh, A New Hope, but yet the technology is the same. Yeah. Everything's the same. It's just like, oh yeah, like nothing's advanced like, in them four thousand years. Yeah, because so, it looks a, it looks a lot different. Obviously, apparently the Republic's going to be a lot smaller. Yep. Jedi are going to be on the like the, the they've described it as like Texas Rangers when they were patrolling the frontier and all that type of stuff. It's only yeah. a really like uh, really interesting idea. Like two hundred years in it, two hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah, the it's, Jedi, um, totally it's not different. that far behind the Phantom Menace in a weird way. It's like it's like okay, Yoda's about like six hundred something, seven hundred yeah. years old, maybe at this point. Around so. that around that time, yeah, yeah. Which it's, it's uh, kind of uh, kind of surreal. It's like the prequel to the prequels. Yeah, but like I said, all the all the authors involved in that are really good, and that. But yeah, it looks it looks really like the Jedi are totally different. Like the robes are totally different. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, because people have said about the lightsabers that you've got like all different colors. I don't know whether that's like actually going to be in the story, whether that's just like cool concept art they're throwing out there. Because you've got like crazy lightsabers. Yeah, you've got one that looks like the dark saber. You've got one that looks like it's like pink and all that. I don't think they'll. I think they'll eventually they'll sell it down and yeah. do certain colors. But yeah, it's, it sounds really interesting. Obviously, there's going to be some big disaster that kicks it off. Something to do with hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the villains called? The Nile. Yeah, the Nile is supposed to be the new villains, which I am happy that like it's not going to be like stormtroopers and that like or clone troopers and that like it's, it'll be interesting to see like a different yeah different it will be villain a different yeah a different kind of thing. I mean, I know that in past in the past it hasn't gotten the best kind of feedback with things like the Yuuzhan Vong and stuff like that. I know like a lot of people weren't the biggest fans of that particular storyline, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, like they've like, I, I hope that this goes well because I don't know. It, it almost feels it to me. It feels as if they're stepping, you know, they're kind of like poking their foot in a new pool and depending on how this kind of goes in terms of like fan response is like we could very well be looking at the future of where the movies are going to be set up as well. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because this is phase one, like the books and the comics are phase one, apparently, yeah. and then it's going like, to grow from there. Move yeah. On. yeah, be interesting to see how it goes. And that, like I said, if it becomes popular, and that, then I can see it. Like maybe they'll start with like an animated show, then maybe they start with a Disney Plus show, and then eventually maybe they'll go, oh, like we'll make films out of this. Mm-hmm. because yeah it's, I, I, I'm very excited to get something new like this is the thing as much as I love Darth Vader as much as I love Luke Skywalker and all that stuff like if you do a story set between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back it doesn't matter how much danger they're in we know what happens they live yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like, so yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see like these new characters and hopefully we fall in love with these characters and then like there'll be genuine peril like if they're in like because you don't know how it goes yeah that's true that's a good point i'm in the same boat like i'm i'm kind of like mentally like i'm just kind of like done with wanting new story not that i'm you know like i'm very much looking forward to like the kenobi series and stuff like that yeah but like i'm just you know the focus i'm happy that we're just moving on you know um because 
yeah, like I want Star Wars to be an expansive thing. And it's been seven years now that Disney's had control and we just haven't really had it grow that much. Like it's just been self-contained within the All Skywalker saga. Yeah. 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 So, and quite frankly, I think honestly, in my own opinion, like the most successful movies that they've done for me have been the spin-off movies. Yeah, Rogue and, One. Rogue, yeah, Rogue One. Rogue One and um, and I I really like Solo as well. So like I really was... I really I really like the Force Awakens. I did. I remember coming out of Force Awakens. I really did enjoy the Force Awakens. Last Jedi and that, I'm on the fence for Last Jedi. Like I'm not I'm not in either camp because you've got one camp that says it's the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. and then you've got the other camp that says it's the best thing ever. To me, it's just. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, there's yeah. stuff in it. There's stuff yeah. in it I do like. And there's stuff in it I don't. It's all right, and then the Rise of Skywalker, like we were saying earlier, it's it's good. I did enjoy it, and I did enjoy it. And like, it makes it sound like I didn't. I did really enjoy it, but I can see where people can pick faults with it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if you like, I've got no problem with people who pick faults in things as long as they're not like disrespectful or rude to people. Like, I'm the first yeah. one to admit, like, certain stuff in Star Wars doesn't make any sense. Like, certain stuff, but to me, yeah, it'd just be nice to like go somewhere we haven't been yeah totally and just to kind of like move on you know like just move the fan base on from yeah you know because i know that this whole trilogy has been very divisive and like you know it's an all it's a completely subjective thing but um but it would be nice if they could make something that you know changes things up just in general because you know like maybe somewhere yeah maybe maybe along the lines like uh there might be this kind of merging point between, you know, fans that have disliked or liked some things in the past. Like, you know, this this could be like a new window for for a more kind of, you know, united kind of appreciation for what they're doing. I guess yeah. in a way, like, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. But but I don't yeah. know. I, I get what you mean. Yeah, because there's like this this there's three sides to. It. I think there's people who just want to hate Star Wars for some reason. <laughs> yeah, there like, is. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? There's people who, like, who literally want nothing more than to go on Twitter and just try and pull everyone down. Oh, yeah. And, like, fair yeah. enough. Like I said, if you've got problems, then fair enough. Like, you don't like it, but you don't have to go, like, I get so many times, like, I've posted something and someone comes on and says something. It's like, why? Well, like, it's not like I came to you. Yeah. It's posted on your thing saying, oh, I like this. You come on to mine. Like, if you're just going to come on and be disrespectful, I'm like, I haven't got time for it because yeah. I just added yeah. lockdown because I'm just kind of bothered. Yeah. Because, yeah. but don't get me wrong, I can have a constructive, I can have a constructive conversation with someone why they didn't like something and if they're respectful of that, fair enough. Yeah. And like you said, there's stuff that I don't, I just don't tweet out stuff I didn't like because what's the point? Number mm-hmm. one, I'm not important enough. Who cares? Like what I think. Yeah, I know. I like, I, I think that's just it, right? And I like, yeah. I think I dealt with this for years after the prequels came out because I'm like, I love the prequels so much. Um, and yeah and like i know you love those movies and um i think like most of the people that i've grown up with have loved those movies and but there's a whole different generation of fans that don't like those movies and like i'm at the point now where i just like i get it because i think i've gone through my own experience of like being a little disappointed with like some of the things that have come out in this in the star wars world but um but like it it doesn't i don't ever kind of lose like you know, you know, I don't lose my attitude like when I deal with those conversations, right? Like if I if I'm ever kind of, um, it's definitely not like I don't take it personally, like 
the no, whole kind of yeah like if someone wants to handle the prequels then then fine it's like, like it's not my problem <laughs> it's like i knew i knew this was gonna happen the other day my girlfriend bought me the rise of skywalker on blu-ray she bought me like a uh, like a bottle of like a gin or something and i took a picture of it and posted it i knew what was gonna happen i knew there's people gonna come on and go yeah um, some of the yeah. some of the responses are quite funny actually i remember one person put oh she can't she can't love you very much I was like, that's quite funny that made me laugh to be fair and what was the other one as well? And then someone said, oh, she just bought you a bottle of gin. Then I'm like, yeah, I get it, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've got a sense of humor about that. Like, but I knew, <laughs> I knew what would happen as soon as I posted it. I was like, I bet you some people are going to come on and like, <laughs> give me crap and all that type of stuff. I'm like, and like I said, I don't really care. So I'm 28 years old. Yeah, like, yeah. I know I'm a big lad. I know what to do. But it's just like some people do. Like, and then... Like the fandom is mad though like I said there's certain people who I think who just want to hate things and then there's certain people who think that people can do no right Star Wars has done nothing wrong but like don't get me wrong there's stuff that I haven't enjoyed but I just I don't talk about it because like I said I was saying like number one I'm not important enough like who cares what I think like I'm just a bloke from England like who cares and number two why would I waste my time speaking about stuff that I didn't enjoy there's no yeah. point yeah that's fair yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, really. Yeah, I know, I know that. Yeah, I know the feeling. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm running, I'm running a little short on time, man. But I, so I better, fine, I better let you go. But, but thanks so much, mate, for coming on and um, no chatting. It's been awesome to catch up with you after all these couple months. But uh, yeah. we'll do it again at some point. Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Been a great talking to you, mate. Nice yeah. to see you, mate. Likewise. Right, bye. Talk to you later. All right, thanks, Ian, so much for coming back on the show. It's always great to have you. It's always great to just catch up with you, just uh, hanging out. Honestly, like, after the first five, ten minutes, I, I just forget that we're recording. And, you know, it's just, it's just nice to have a good chat once in a while with a, such a passionate Star Wars fan. And um, just as a friendly reminder to everybody out there listening, uh, just to keep the Star Wars community a healthy place and not a toxic place, you know, don't be, uh, you know dragging people down on whether or not they like or hate something i mean i remember getting quite a bit of flack for years for liking the prequels and now i feel like tables have turned quite a bit and now the sequels are kind of in the spotlight for being a very divisive thing so um whatever your opinion is on it, i'm not the biggest fan of these films uh, as most people knows but um you know as far as the direction of the trilogy goes nothing against the films individually but as a trilogy i just i've got very kind of mixed feelings on it and, uh, and yet, you know, some people love them. I mean, Ian, Ian loves The Force Awakens, and that's totally fine. And, and if you got an opinion on that, uh, that is your opinion. That is absolutely fine. Uh, but, uh, you know, people like people like me, people like Ian, who've got our, got our thoughts on the matter, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not fun for anyone to be just, you know, poked at by, by anybody who's got a different opinion. So just, just as a friendly reminder to build on top of what Ian was saying, just keep the Star Wars community a healthy place and not a toxic place. So uh, if you're able to review, uh, review the podcast, if you're able to rate it up, uh, that would be super helpful and share it with a friend. Always great to have you guys listening. Hope you guys are enjoying the Clone Wars talk episodes and the series that we're going through. Uh, that's been fun to do. So we'll see you all next time and uh, may the force be with you.